Well, hello, and welcome to Watch What Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on Yeo Bravs, okay? Hi, I'm Ronnie. Guess who I'm with? His name is Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How What's are you? Up? Oh, I'm just so well. Just got back from my uh, cooking class slash video shoot. It was wonderful. Oh, good. Well, everybody, yeah. welcome to Real Housewives of Potomac Day here on Watch What Crappens. Another really good episode. You know, Candace, that's it. Um, so a couple <laughs> things. This is on demand today. So if you guys want this on video, go to Patreon. Sign up for the on-demand level. Kai, you'll see us on video. Yep. We also did Salt Lake City on demand. And I think we're going to do another on demand this week just for fun. Just throw a little extra in there. Yeah. Okay. To say Hills. thank you for everybody who supports us. Okay. Um, also, um, tonight we are doing our new show slash room on Spotify Green Room app. It's called Take a Seat. To listen to it, show up at 7 p.m. Pacific time or 10 p.m. Eastern time. On the Spotify Green Room app, just search our names, um, Ben Mandelker, at Ben Mandelker. And my name on that is at Take a Seat because I had to name myself after the show because that's just how it works. Okay. And once you follow us on there, once we start, you will get notifications. Um, we're going to be talking some Bravo stuff, some non Bravo stuff. It's not a recap show. So we just talk, we talk to you guys. You guys are brought up from the audience to, um, give your opinions and stuff. It's really fun. So join us for that's free. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I'm, I'm looking at, um, uh, it's a, yeah, there you are. Actually, Ronnie, you, you should know that your name is your account name is Ronnie Karam. It's that your you're like your, uh, name, like your casual name is take a seat on the app. So it's the other way around, but either way, if you do a search for Ronnie Karam, you're going to see, take a seat. And then you just follow Ronnie in that way, and you will get – once he goes on, you'll get the alert, and yeah. everything will be great. Okay? okay, so we're going to do that tonight, but right now it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for, guys. Seeing Candace Dillard in action in her music video. I know we've all been waiting yeah. for it. Listen – it's not up to me how people spend their money, but I do love to see it spent, and I've been really excited to see how Dorothy's money has been spent. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think she is a pioneer, right? Because when you think about some of our most famous videos, especially in the R&B space, we think of backdrops like, I don't know, like Los Angeles, like, like Venice Beach or Miami or you know, New York City or Chicago or, you know, there's so many, so many like bright lights, big city, glamorous backgrounds. And I was like, thank you for being an innovator, Candace Dillard, and saying, no, we're going to shoot this in a parking lot in rural Maryland. And you know what? And she killed it. Killed it. Yeah. Um, so it just dawned on me again for whatever reason that Robin's tagline is just about being late. So just in case people are wondering what we have to look forward to the rest of the season with Robin, there you go. There you go. I have to say, Ronnie, I really like the way this episode opened because as you have mentioned many, many times, and as I have co-signed, this show has probably the best interstitial music because it's like that. Um, I always forget the name of it, I, um, but the, it's the genre of music, Go-Go. Uh, from that region where it's like a lot of and this time i don't know if you noticed this ronnie but when they opened up the episode they went and then they cut to two ducks going 
quack, quack. And I was like, wow, the integration of the quacks into the music was really, it was just, it was next level, next level. The music in this whole episode was popping. It was really, really good. Um, yeah. I, I might do a video of Candace. I was trying to get enough footage of Candace dancing in her video to use the, to this music. I don't know why that came to my head earlier, but I was like, you know what? I really need to do Candace dancing to the Real Housewives of Potomac music. And I was like, get a life. <laughs> Literally get a life. So I took an online piano class instead. But there you go. It was, it was in my head because the music is so good. Have her dance to your piano class. God, my thighs are just stuck to this freaking chair. You know, this is what I do for this show. I stopped using this. Hear that? That creaky what? chair. I stopped yeah. using my creaky office chair so I wouldn't creak the whole show because I know I'm going to be your... making people crazy. And so now I'm just on this flat pleather like, dining room chair from Target. And mm -hmm. my fat is just, it's going to be, the pleather is going to grow into my fat. Okay, that's how it yeah. feels. My, my legs are just stuck to this chair. It hurts. I never heard your creaking chair, or at least I don't remember hearing it. And I think that you, we podcast for, we do so much podcasting. I think you deserve to be in comfort. I think everyone can deal <laughs> with a few little, a few little squeaks and, oh, and whatever thighs, noises. My thighs. Yeah, no, you can't, no, you cannot have sticky thighs during this. Oh, okay. So another, so there's that visual, everybody. You're welcome. Okay. Quack, so, quack. um, another thing I really love when shows recast, I love when they did it on facts of life. Um, I love when they did it on Bewitched. I love a good recast, and especially a reality show, because it's got to be hard to find someone to play Dorothy. But who is this yeah. woman playing Dorothy? This doesn't even look anything like Dorothy. Who who the hell is this person? It's a you know, there's always a new Dorothy. It's like it's like the Murphy Brown secretary, right? It's always yeah. so it's always someone new every season. It's great. I love it. Did she just get a new face or what? I mean, whatever she did, well, she, she no, looks it, great she, still. I actually think it's the best iteration of her so far. Well, first of still. I actually think it's the best iteration of her so far. Well, first of all, she, yeah, she, her hair, I love what her hair is looking like in this episode. She may have gotten some fillers. I'm not sure. I'm really bad at knowing when think people have gotten fillers or when they just have yeah, a sucking candy in. Yeah. But, um, she, but she looked, I, I thought she looked great. And her, her makeup was, um, uh, was on point. Like I think in the past, she sort of had like that. Makeup. Like, on. Yeah. I think in the past we've seen her with like, like anchor lady makeup. So, um, she I thought Dorothy great. was in a great place. She yeah, great. she's in I a great place. She just looks very different to me. So, you know, it's Dorothy. So she's going through Candace's house. She's criticizing everything, which I love. Mm -hmm. And she's looking at the buffet. And she's like, well, I was looking for something different, Candace. And I'll do us all a favor and not do that the whole time. But um, <laughs> she's basically like, yeah, I love this buffet, but you went with this one. So this looks old. Do you call that distressed? So it's supposed <laughs> to look like this. Okay. I thought that was just your taste in men. Do you need a buffet version of Chris? Is that what you need? <laughs> is it? And Candace is busy putting away her Mackenzie Child, like, giant tea kettles that are the size of, like, you know, tires and she's putting those away and she's saying yes that is how it's supposed to look at the she goes the distressed look is in which would i don't think the distressed look is in just because everyone around you always seems distressed by your presence <laughs> that just means it's around it's not necessarily in um but uh so then dorothy's in the kitchen and she's like so does 
Chris enjoy cooking in here? Kat's like, yes, he likes cooking in here. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We love that. Dorothy's basically just scanning for evidence she can use against Chris at the right moment. Yeah. She's basically criticizing every single thing. She's like, oh, you're going to put candelabras on the side. No. So you, the <laughs> sofa. So you like this? This is on purpose? This wasn't an accident, this sofa? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and um, yeah, and and basically, Candace is saying that Dorothy's visits, if not more, she visits more now, almost it seems like. And so now they're in the living room, and they have, there's this enormous mirror, which I don't know if we commented on that or not in the past, but this is a huge mirror, and which is already kind of like tacky and so appropriate for Candace. Of course, Candace has an enormous mirror, and then she tells us that she's planning, which she tells her mom, she's they're planning to put two huge candelabras on either side of the mirror. So it's like they're really just like investing in this like mirror showpiece. And then it, they're just going to make it even more gaudy than it is right now. And you just know that Dorothy's just like, oh, God bless this child. This terrible, terrible child I brought into this world. Were you triggered by the pillow flattening? Yes, actually, I was. I was because Dorothy was like uh, – she was arranging the pillows on the sofa, which she said was a starter sofa. There was no way. That's not a starter sofa. In defense of Candace, that sofa was many thousands of dollars. And it was not a starter. So she's taking the, the, the pillows and she's, she's like trying to fluff them and she just starts patting them on the front. And I was like, what have we learned from Lisa Rinna? What have we learned about how to do a pillow, Ronnie? What have we learned? Chop it. You got to chop it. Chop on top. Even Candace said so. She's like, Mom, you don't do it like that. She's like, no, no, no. I'm just showing you what it could be. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Very so, upset by that. Um, then we go over to Grace and Giselle learning to drive. Grace did get her learner's uh-huh. permit, um, but now she actually has to learn how to drive, which I forgot that that's how it worked. You know, um, it's funny because earlier in the season I was rooting for Grace to get that learner's permit. And now I take it all back. I don't think she should be out on the roads. I think this is not a good idea. We have seen the uh, we've seen the parent teaching the kid how to drive scene on Bravo many times. It's the typical you know silly music plays. It's a it's a ha 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 thing and freaking out. This was the first time where it really felt like a danger to everyone involved. This was this was a very dangerous scene to be shot. This is the first time we've almost seen cameramen get manslaughtered. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> this was literally like watching Toons as the Driving Cat learning how to drive. <laughs> the car was up on the curb. It was like over the – I mean I don't know why they didn't have Grace just appear in the music video at the end. Just come careening in with that Gucci Mini and just like crash into everything. And it's that Gucci Fiat, which I just want to see get wrecked. You know, because I still have yeah. my trauma over my Fiat, which the which had a – rattling glove compartment that I could never figure out, okay? So every time I see that stupid Gucci Fiat, I'm like, oh, rattling, damn rattling glove compartment. Like, it it makes me mad every single time. So Giselle's like, I don't care if she crashes it, it's Jamal's. He just left it behind. (laughs) Which, (laughs) yeah. what did Jamal get? Didn't Jamal get something? Didn't he get one of her cars? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what he got, but I just know he has terrible taste in Fiat's. And I know some of you guys have the Gucci Fiat, because the first time we complained about it, people were like, hey, I have one of those. And I say, God bless. And I do not retract my statements. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> makes you happy is fine. I'm just talking about what makes me happy, and it's not the Gucci Fiat. Yeah, so then we go over to Mia's house, 
And um, one of the kids has to do with school or whatever. And she tells us, when I first met Gordon, he owned 14 franchises. So since then, I've taken more of a leadership role and he's home with the kids. Yeah, so she FaceTimes her mom as one in a leadership role does. And she uh, she's just talking to Veronica and uh, she's like, well, mom, I thought it'd be great to have you miss a little bit more with the kids. So do you want to come and get ice cream with them? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they have some small talk and they start talking about someone named Rashida, who I'm assuming is Mia's sister because she talks about how she has a younger sister and brother and an older sibling. And and the mom lives with the sister and they have a codependent relationship. And I think. Mia feels she says that makes Mia feel bad. I guess Mia probably feels a little left out, right? Well, yeah, she feels left out and she feels gel that her sister is sucking up all the free childcare, you know, because you get grandma. <laughs> That's right. And what's grandma doing? She's living Good taking point. care of fucking Rashida's kids. And mm-hmm. um, she's like, well, and you know that Mia resents it because she's like, my sister has kids and doesn't have a husband or anyone so mom takes care of her so she kind of like husband shames her and then um yeah she's jealous of the free child care which she is i get but you're rich you know yeah so then we and then so she finished talks with her talking with her mom but then the scene continues at this point we have to imagine that the producers are starving because for some reason we keep having lengthy cutaways to the eggs that mia's making did you notice that yes (laughs) it was like it wasn't just like it was like we would just they would be talking and we'd just be looking at eggs. She'd be like, Well, I just had a talk with my mom and it's always so hard. And I'm like, is this the egg talking? Why am I looking at a pile of scrambled eggs right now? Yeah, whenever they show stuff like that on Bravo, I stare at it. Like I'm like, what what are we supposed to see right now? Really all I learned <laughs> from this scene is that Mia cooks very hard eggs. Very, very hard she's eggs. Very into well done eggs. <laughs> she makes a lot of eggs, actually. I feel like she's make I feel like we see her make eggs quite a bit. But yeah. so she starts talking to Gordon about um, Chris being a husbander because she's going to the music video shoot is the next day and everything. And she goes, imagine if I had just opened the massage envy spa and I was like trying to have you like so involved because it was new to me. And I was wearing a gown because we wear gowns at my massage envy. And then like I realized very quickly you need to get the hell away from anything because like we can't have two CEOs. There's only one person that can go into a shop at a time and move pamphlets to the center of the table, G. (laughs) If I move the pamphlets to the left and you move them to the right, who does that serve? (laughs) So then um, we see a clip of her at work with Gordon when the spa was being built. And she tells somebody, she goes, oh my God, you brought the architecture. She met the architect. <laughs> I just love when they. The con- <laughs> I just love when they show the stupid Mia scenes. It originally was just a bunch of building supplies <laughs> gathered together, but finally someone decided to introduce the the concept of architecture to it. <laughs> Turn about it the architecture. So, um, Mia is like, "Well, it's going to be rough having a husband, jerk, because that carries into the bedroom, and we all know when the bedroom is floundering, your relationship is plundering." The fuck. <laughs> Flunder. <laughs> My favorite character in Little Mermaid was Flunder. Yeah, your relationship starts robbing sinking ships. <laughs> so oh, did she say plunder or flunder? Either way, it's wrong, but I thought she said flunder. I don't did know. she say plunder? I don't know. I your marriage flunders. is going to plunder? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wrote flunders. So um, Mia 
basically, she's like, yeah, I was telling her, girl, like, if you continue down this road, you're going to be a one-hit wonder and your album's going to flop. Okay. Well, I have some bad news for Mia. I think that might be an inevitability anyway. <laughs> so then we get Karen. <sighs> Sniffing a candle because she's just gotten her candle samples. And so she's talking to Robin, a publicist. And it's like, mm, Robin, mm, mm, it's yummy. Yes, yes, Robin. It has three wicks. Mm. <laughs> mm, yes, this is great news. Mm. Mm, let me see three, three, three wicks in case one goes wrong. Because you got two nostrils, you always have to have one wick per nostril to smell them all. Mmm, yes, 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 delicious. Mmm. Well, now mm. Le Dom has its own candle. Mm. Now everyone knows I do discovery, I do product development, I do ray. Ooh, different conversation. So it's been in the works for a year and a half. Mm. <laughs> I know Wendy has a very nice candle, but there's no comparison. My candle has three wicks. And her candle has one wick. It's for a smaller room, like a powder room. What I'm trying to say yes. is that three wick candles are for ballrooms. One wick candles are for poop rooms. Rooms where you poop. Stomach emptying <laughs> chambers, if you will. Mm? Mm, now, I know what you're saying. If you wanted to have cover as much area as one of my candles, you just have to buy three of Wendy's candles, which I guess would give her more money. But, uh, you know... Three wicks. Three wicks. Great mm. business decision by me. Mm. Uh, Wendy is an intelligent, beautiful, educated woman, and I'm sure she's going to deliver a huge load, preferably in a room that one of her wicks is in so she can enjoy her success. <laughs> I just, I love that Karen is really, like, doubling down on the three-wick innovation. <laughs> like, I thought it was just, like, a passing thing in, like, an interview a few weeks ago, but she's really like, three wicks, three wicks does the trick. And so, acting like uh, she didn't totally steal this candle idea right off of Wendy and that she's really been developing this like for 10 years, like it's the new Tesla. Well, she's literally acting like she discovered, you know, nuclear fusion or something like, like that. Like this will innovate all of sense across the entire world. Three wicks. Three. It's literally like um, – what was it in something about Mary, the crazy guy who's like, you know, uh, seven minute abs. And then Ben Stiller makes a joke like, well, about six abs, six minute abs. Like, no, you can't do six minutes. It's like Karen with the three wicks. Must six have three wicks. wicks of separation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are three wicks away from Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to Wendy with her candle and um, uh, Eddie, uh, she's in her office and she asks Eddie to come come in. And um, she's like all like in a she has her glasses on because she's going to be very professional right now. And she says, you know, I know that we talked about my home essential line and I have been thinking about the business plan I put together and I want to present it to you now. So this is and now Wendy, poor Wendy only has a single wick, but she is sure to get a shot of her holding her single wick with her degree above her head. So Mm -hmm. let's not let's not get it twisted. okay? Wendy's no dummy here. So, yeah, she gives him his pitch and she tells us she's worked really hard on her business plan, which basically meant Google. Right. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I've been doing some thinking around Oye Home Essentials. I want to break down some twins and themes. And then it's like cut like an hour has passed. All strength yes. is encompassing blah, 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 an hour has passed. Not just scents, but anterior lines of home, ulterior lines of home decorations. Does that make sense? Yeah. No and Eddie's just an like. an hour long pitch for a damn candle. Okay. And what's an ulterior line of home decoration? <laughs> yeah. I don't think you have to like. 
pitch the concept of why you need to do a candle. I mean, people buy candles. Everyone buys candles. Everyone makes candles. So uh, Eddie's candles, just like bored. So your shit doesn't stink. Okay, there it yeah. is. Candles, because you don't clean your house enough. Candles. Why change your sheets before guests come over? Light a fucking candle. There you go. There's That's... your business model. You're welcome. It's free. So she goes, I now give you the floor. Feel free to ask any questions. She goes, well, it sounds like you have your vision done, but um, what do you plan to sell these candles for? She's like, that is a great question. I don't have an answer. <laughs> He's like, okay, and how much do they cost? Let me get back to you. Do you know what they look like? I'm not sure. Do you know how many wicks they have? No. Are they made of wax? Perhaps. Let me get back to you. <laughs> it's like, do you know what a candle is, Wendy? <laughs> what is so going I know on? what a candle is when, it, when the lights go out. You get it, and you push the button, and the light comes on. That is a flashlight, Wendy. Okay. <laughs> of course I know what a candle is. They have, they have about a five of them at the video shoot. Those are cars. They don't even look like candles. So then we go to Ashley. Um, so Ashley's going to visit Uncle Lump and her mom and the, the whole family. And the cousin that hates her guts, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she has a girl cousin. I forgot her name. But she just looks at Ashley like, Every time yeah, they cut to her, she's just going like this. Always shaking her head. And the reason why is she knows this girl cousin's like, oh, God, Ashley's coming over. Let's see. what's gonna Either something's wrong with her butt or something's wrong with her vagina. And sure enough, Ashley's like, well, guys, guess what? I've got a prolapsed uterus. It's like I've got a bubble in my vagina. She's just like, it's fucking Ashley, my stupid cousin. <laughs> I know. They're just trying to eat breakfast, right? They've got this big breakfast spread. They're all about to put an egg in her mouth. And Ashley's like... My uterus is prolapsed. You can see my insides. <laughs> they're like, thanks. Thanks. I'll, I think I'll wait to dive into this lasagna now. <laughs> and Lump, of course, is like, so how's the new nanny? Michael fucking her yet? <laughs> What's going on with the new nanny? And she's like, well, you know, I never thought I could have an attractive nanny because that's a temptation for Michael. But turns out she's a saving grace. My perspective has really changed. And they're all looking at her like, you know what you just said, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> you realize how you're totally modifying all of your behavior because he can't control his own, right? So, um, yeah, Sheila's like, well, you know, since we were graved in his mind that there are consequences, you know, and Lump says, well, you know, whatever happens in the dark comes to light. They're basically saying, like, well, he better not cheat again, but we all know if he does, it's it's going to come out very, very easily because he's sloppy. Yes. Um, so then she's like, you know, he's 61, but he doesn't want to do real estate forever, but he doesn't want to retire. So we're going to be movie makers. They're like, and they all, everybody tilts all their, their head at the same time. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Every single one, like really movie makers in suburban Maryland. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Lump Lump's like, yeah, that movie making isn't even a cousin to real estate. You know, I mean, I remember <laughs> when our kids were small, I couldn't even think of anything else because financially I just had to keep building. And she's like, we're rich. She's like, do you think I'm married? Listen, Uncle Lump, if it was up to personalities, I would marry a man just like you. Okay. I didn't. I married an old, old raisin. Okay. With lots of money. <laughs> so don't worry about that, buddy. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, he's he's financially pretty secure, and he's, like, pretty established in his career, and you know what? We're going to do it together, and, you know, he says, like, if you want to star in a movie, everyone's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> like, it's We already don't believe your movie's going to be successful, and now having you as the star of it, we really are not sure this is a smart thing to do. 
Yeah. Oh, Ashley. I wonder if her the video she put out today was professionally produced by her new company because she put out that oh, God. Can... music video today. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was just like a weird. Sni- I, I I only saw a snippet of it. Right? Was there? Did you see more than the snippet that uh, our friend sent to us? No, I just saw that. It was like her lip syncing <laughs> some song, but it looked like a real music video. There were well, it was her dancing. It's like Ashley dancing to some strange rap, and she's dancing really fast. But then it keeps cutting to Michael at the bar in Looking slow mo. Sort of like, like, yeah, he's like, like the handsome guy checking her out while she's dancing. Who's that prolapsed <laughs> vagina over there? I can see her insides wrapping at the club. Who's that? <laughs> what, what is this like romantic interlude? I don't know, but if anybody hasn't seen it, go watch it on Twitter and just read the comments. It's worth it for the comments. All the comments are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> why my favorite is why though um so and, then oh go ahead no i was gonna say and then we see once again they trot out the footage of her and michael arguing at oz a few years ago because she's talking you know they're talking about like you know going back into business with michael but she says you know now that i've had a lot of time to let that simmer you know it doesn't seem that super far-fetched to get into the movie business which I don't understand that logic at all. And she goes, you know, there yeah. are a few cons. <laughs> a few con- I'm like, there are literal cons. Like your husband is conning someone to give them money for this movie business. Yeah. But I don't understand how her experience with Oz has taught her anything about how to go into business with him. I, I feel like it's anything it should have taught her to just stay far, far away. Yeah. So then we go over to Robin. I'm going to rent a warehouse with Juan. So they're checking out this warehouse space. And the lady who's showing it, Jessica, is like, hi, I'm Jessica. Welcome. She's like, hi, I'm Robin. And this is my ex-husband slash fiance. I know. It's confusing. The lady's like, okay, so I'll show you the warehouses. (laughs) She's like, welcome to roll up. I don't care. (laughs) I don't even know you guys, but I'm already bored by this storyline. Um, so yeah, so I'm looking late at sometimes. <laughs> Juan's just angry because he thought there'd be fruit roll ups there. <laughs> it's just called roll up. So, um, she is Robin is taking advice from her life coach and she's crossing off things off her to do list, like getting more space for her, for her embellished brand. And she has all these orders and everything. And they're looking at these rooms and, and spending a lot of money. And they're also over budget on the house that they're building. And so basically Robin tells Juan, like, you know, sometimes when you're coaching me, like, I want you to motivate me, but I also want you to drop the whistle because you do it and it makes me feel bad because you tell me that's not attractive. <laughs> and um, he's like, okay. And then they hug. But I like <laughs> at the beginning of this, they're trying to have this, like, really deep scene. She's like, I'm worried because I look at all my success and I think I just don't want it to come crashing down. And you just hear... it's like some lady in the loading dock checking out her own package and they just stare at her like everybody know this lady's ruining my scene (laughs) (laughs) well by the way uh juan's first reaction to her is to say well you should have had a baby a baby girl because then you'd be like softer or something like that it was a really weird response well they made it look weird because in the coming up on potomac he's like you should have had a baby girl and it's like don 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 what did he mean but then uh in this scene he's like you should have had a baby girl and she's like why because then you would have learned to be softer and he's like yeah i guess meaning like with the boys he has to be harder so he hasn't learned how to you know he hasn't learned. Coach a girl. The softer side of Juan. Right. How to coach a girl. Yeah. It's time for a commercial. 
It's time for a Crappens commercial. Um, so now we go to, speaking of coaching girls, uh, we're going to Candace at dance rehearsal. And uh, she's she's rehearsing for the Drive Back music video, which will be shot later for this episode. And uh, everyone's going to be fast and furious chic because, get it, because the, since the, the song is called Drive Back, because she always drives back, she's going to have a car theme to the video because cars drive. And that's how that works, you know? So it's funny she's because she's dancing. also calling it drive, but then she's mad that her husband plays golf all the time, which also mm. has a move, you know, your drive, your driver or whatever. So, you know, this right. whole thing is a mess. So she comes yeah. in and she hasn't really learned her choreography yet. And all the other dancers give her that really sweet, like, oh, we're being nice to the person who's paying for this. But then they are also giving her that, like, you know, box step side eye where you're like... <laughs> <laughs> you can't follow the steps and we're just walking so um yeah. yeah she's like i don't know how to dance basically and so candace says you know because i'm not a signed artist yet i'm still footing the bill and i'm spending over ten thousand dollars to shoot the video and i want you know the label to know that i could be taken seriously as an artist which is why i've decided to film this video in a parking lot with karen huger <laughs> i want to be taken seriously yeah um, I don't think it's that cheap either. How can you shoot something like that for $10,000? I don't believe it. Unless she's got everybody working for free, which maybe she... I think the, the operative word here is parking lot <laughs> in the woods. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's a lot, it's a lot cheaper than South Beach. Um, so then she calls Chris and he's like, how's the dancing? I'm working. And she's like, um, the location that's secured, right? Because we need to have at least six cars. That's done. Right. And he's like, listen, I took care of it. All right. Jesus. I've got cooking classes. <laughs> listen, there are seven people who need to see how to make tuna salad. Okay. And I'm doing that until six tonight. So just relax. So Candace says, I am completely devastated that Chris is going to miss the drive back video. Okay. And like, I just don't want to give my mom any fodder. <laughs> Dar you know, Dorothy just has this list like too late, too late. I got it all. Okay. I got all the fodder. Um, and he's like, listen, I can't stress enough. You have to be on time. All right. Cause you only get one take and the sun is going to go down. Okay. This is very difficult, which is why I scheduled to shoot at sunset. Okay, we cannot <laughs> fucking this up. There, are they fucking Terrence Malick? Why are they shooting at the magic hour for this video? <laughs> what is going on? This is not like Days of Glory, whatever it was called. I mean, <laughs> like just like, – I feel like here's how they also save money because they did not have to do a whole lighting rig for a night shoot. That's what I say. That's where they save money. That's why it doesn't want the lights to go the, – Do the it sun in the daytime. Do it in the daytime and slap a filter on that for Christ's sake. So um, – <laughs> Jeez, Shoot so up day to night. Yeah, she's like, well, I don't like you talking to me crazy. And he's like, you think I don't think you realize who I am when you talk to me. You know, I'm your manager. She goes, you work for me. And he's like, oh, really? Well, if I say I have something under control, then you should be okay. Have I fucked up yet? Have I let bombs drop? Have I burned some salmon? Okay, I did burn some salmon right now. Mindy, <laughs> I told you not to put the salmon in until I was ready. God damn it. I can't do it. <laughs> Damn it, now I've got to start the duck quesadilla video all over again. 
So now it's time to go to the music video shoots, the day of the shoot, and Mia arrives first. <laughs> and they're at this, it's a parking lot. It looks like it's like a parking lot for a park, right? Like there's like a rec center to the side. And there's a literal tractor <laughs> going. It's like a Tonka truck. It's like a, a tractor that's just like mowing the side. It's like the, the, <laughs> the least the least music video chic location they could have found. I know. They just did, they just finished doing Karen's Sur- Welcome to Surrey video on that tractor. <laughs> the set for everything during COVID. So then uh, the director shows up and Mia shows up and she's like... <laughs> What is going on? I'm confused. So we get that Mia's going to be the one in this episode that's like, Candace is so unprofessional. Where are the brochures and who's going to put them in the middle of a table? Yeah, that's the, she's like, there's no one in charge right now. And so people start, Wendy shows up, and Wendy's like, uh, what's going on? And then Giselle arrives in her version of Fast and Furious Chic, which is basically to have a big you know, mirrored visor over her eyes, which is like a weird, like daft punk ish kind of thing. I, I don't know. I think for Giselle, it was a pretty strong effort. Yeah. It looks like a sun visor say that for she Giselle pulled down over her head. Um, <laughs> so then uh, basically it's everybody arriving. And when he's like, where's Candace? And she's not even there yet. Or her husband. And Mia goes for standing around a parking lot. I mean, not even, a new parking lot. <laughs> yeah. I think she has a point. I think she has a point. It wasn't like like nice asphalt that would look nice and look good on camera. It was like old cracked asphalt. Um, so Dor- Dorothy shows up and Mia meets Dorothy for the first time. And she's like, oh, my God, you look great. How old are you? And Wendy's like, uh, no, 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 no. We're not going to like we don't we don't need to know how old you are. You look 20. And she's like, my mom, if you said that to my mom, she wouldn't say, don't worry about how old I am. Worry about how old you look. <laughs> eh? Eh? <laughs> and Mia's like, oh my god, are you not proud of Candace? I mean, look at her. And she's like, it was in the works since the first grade. <laughs> and so now Candace arrives, and she's like, it's all coming together. We just finished our auto body shop. Because remember, the song's called Drive Back. So there's auto body shop. By the way, spoiler alert about the video. I watched the video. We might talk about it on on Take a Seat tonight. There is no scene in the video of her driving back to this guy. I just want to point that out <laughs> for all this car talk. There's no scene of her actually driving to him. I think there's a scene where the two of them are driving in a in a car together, like a flashback. But she there's a lot of we'll talk about. We'll that talk about it. I have a lot to cut. say. the creative vision was clearly um not totally fulfilled oh so everybody's basically there the director's like we got to go before the sun goes down all right so we just got to find out where the cars are it's like there's no cars that is exactly why i needed chris here there's no cars here can we do anything without the cars what are we gonna do without the cars what are they gonna do without the hyundai elantra that was scheduled to show up what about the kia the Nissans. We have so many Toyota Corollas. They had the most beautiful Toyota Corolla ready to go. Not even here. Yeah, and she's like, they're literally the only prop. We're not going to dance with Camrys. I was told I was getting luxury. So she's trying to get Chris, but, you know, Chris is explaining, you know, why you wash your hands after you cut a jalapeno to someone in Ohio. <laughs> so he's not answering. <laughs> and so she's freaking out. And <laughs> meanwhile, Robin's like, 
is this where the video is taking place in the parking lot? I mean, <laughs> roll up looks better than this place. And Giselle's like, so all we needed uh, was a parking lot. Uh, I mean, if all we needed was that, there were several parking lots back that way. <laughs> she's basically like, why do we drive all the way out here for a parking lot? And Karen drives up and she's like, Empty Tripperwick has arrived. Mm. <laughs> uh, and uh, and <laughs> Candace like, wait, is that one of our cars? And you just see the tractor just going around for a second lap around the side of the parking lot. So Candace is practicing with her dancers, and Mia goes over and starts shit with the mom. She's like, so is Chris coming? And she's like, well, I don't know what's going on with that. I mean, he was at the house when I was there. I mean, I love Chris, but she's like, and Karen's mm -hmm. like, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. I'm not listening to this. I would not listen to you, oh. bad girl. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Don't tell me. Don't tell. You know, unfortunately, I didn't want to hear any of this, but her mother is like a three-wick candle. Unavoidable. So, um, yeah, so then the short, there's a short guy who, I don't know if it's the director or the producer or whatever, but he, he shows up, he, he walks up and he tells Candace, don't be upset, but the cars aren't coming. And Candace is like, why? He goes, I don't know, but we have to improv, we have to make it work. So, uh, so now everything is in disarray. I for sure thought the cars were going to show up. So I actually personally was a little surprised. Well, one car, I saw there was one car, right? There was like well, one I saw that car. and I was like, why are they making it look? Like the cars didn't show up, but we saw that race car, so maybe it was just a, that there was one race car, yeah, which also did not thematically make sense in the video, but fine, you know, <laughs> yeah, because they were saying that they were gonna race them like fast and the furious, but fast and the furious wasn't actual race cars, wasn't it? Wasn't it just like fast luxury just cars? annoying, <laughs> yeah, just like annoying muscle cars. Yeah. Here's what the fast and the furious is: you go on the 170 highway in Los Angeles, and congratulations, you've now seen, you know. Fast and Furious 1 through 10 on that highway. Well, That's what I've Fast and only is. seen the billboards over the years in L.A., but I've never seen the um, actual movie because there are just so many of those. And I was like, but I haven't seen the first one. Like, I have to be a completionist. Yeah. Like, you really have to get the Fast and the Furious lore. <laughs> first one was good. I liked the first one. Second one didn't really love. And then I saw, I saw one that wound up with them dragging a safe through Brazil. I think that was F5 or something. And I haven't seen one since, but, you know. It's a very multi-layered franchise, Ronnie. And, apparently. Uh, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. So Karen is talking to Dorothy, and she's like, well, you know, he's a new husband. Give him a moment. You know, poor Chris, he's trying to do it all. And she's like, well, I just don't think that's a good idea for a husband to be a manager. And he goes, uh-uh, no, I tried that. And I said, honey, I do not need you to be my manager. I need you to be my husband who buys me businesses that I can pretend to be manager of. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And Wendy, of course, Wendy is getting mad because she feels like Mia starting shit with Dorothy. And she, Wendy feels like, like, I don't mess with people's families. Right. And so then Karen tells us, mm, Dorothy, Candace and I are just getting, uh, getting on speaking terms and you're going to give me all this ammunition. Don't give the ambassador to Surrey County too much information because it might show up in a tourism video. Welcome to Surrey, where Candace is not married to a loser because she lives in a different town. Visit Surrey. Mm? <laughs> so they start to to improvise. They start using some of the women's cars because the women all have luxury cars. And Ascala has like a nice Range Rover and things like that. So um, uh, she just – Candace just like really doesn't want people to – like talk shit about Chris, right? So she's just trying to like, she's surprisingly not having as much of a tantrum as I really thought she would. I thought she was going to be off the charts and she actually sort of kept it together. 
Um, and in the meantime, Mia's still talking to Dorothy, and she's like, I have a question. Is Chris getting paid as a manager? And Dorothy's like, well, I think that's one of the issues. I mean, I, I, he's not officially getting paid. And while they're talking about this, the other women are just talking. Escala is like telling Giselle and Robin that Messy Mia is trying to start stuff up with, with I want to yeah, say. Yeah, Escala and Wendy, they have this really funny part where Mia's like, they hear me asking these questions and they both just split, <laughs> like mm-hmm. literally split and run over to Robin and Giselle to tattletale. Um, yeah. So Ascala's like, messy me is here. She's asking if Chris is on the payroll and Giselle's like, well, is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering that question too, but <laughs> Mia, you just met this lady for crying out loud. <laughs> Giselle's like, well, I am not mad. Uh, I mean, I want go like out Mia, go get those questions. I want to know the answers. Ah, uh. yeah. And so then, uh, Wendy's like, I don't think that Mia has met what a tat, what a tat, what a, what a tat, 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 Candace. So I would say twed lightly would be my <laughs> advice. So then Wendy, yeah. yeah, Wendy goes, runs right up to Candace and tattletales on Mia. Fucking Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> and they all see her and Giselle and Robin are like, come on, Wendy. Ooh. So I, I can't. Candace is like, well, because, yeah, Wendy tells Candace and Candace is like, she's saying that she's like, I mean, just because your husband got you off the curb and is paying a salary, you a salary to be his trophy wife with the bubble lips and big feet does not mean you can come up in my business. I do not have time for this. Good night. Good night. So um, they're borrowing cars still. And Mia goes up to Karen and she's like, what's basically Karen offers her Maserati. She's like, listen, I don't want to. I would rather be by the Maserati than a single wick car. Can we just pull this one up? Pull it up. <laughs> so um, Candace is still stressing about Chris. And so mom is talking to Karen again. And she's like, well, I didn't expect him to quit his job the second they got married, Candace. And Karen's like, ooh, ooh come here, come here. She's like, he quit his job? And she's like, well, yeah, the restaurant went under. So, you know, now he's not working. Yeah, and Karen's like, oh, this is a video shoot. Girl, get out of my face with this. Ooh, pass. And she starts saying, pass me by, gentle savior. Karen's acting like she doesn't want to just, like, soak up all this gossip. She is loving all of this. Yeah. And um, then they see the love interest, Rob Gordon. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he's so cute. <laughs> and then Chris uh, starts marching across the street. And they're like, still oh, my dress God. like a chef. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, my God, it's Chris. And Wendy goes, he still has the apron. <laughs> like, wow, the guy from craft services looks pissed off. Did someone did someone steal his sternos? <laughs> so, uh, so Chris comes. Okay, so this apron. is a dun-dun-dun part, right? It's a commercial. It's like Chris is coming across the street. So then we cut to commercial, and we get a Lexus commercial. Did you happen to catch this? No. I loved this. So we get a Lexus commercial that is Candace. It's Candace's video. It's this Lexus commercial with all these people dancing in a parking lot, in an empty parking lot. And this one has no cars, and they're just dancing really well, and the song's really good. And I was like, this is so shady of them to put this commercial in Candace's sad, low-rent community theater. <laughs> we need to be dancing in front of someone's Range Rover commercial. Lexus just, like, totally dragged Candace across the floor with that commercial. <laughs> like, this is how you do a suburban parking lot. Yes, this is how you do it with no cars. Okay. <laughs> So we come back and um, Chris is all angry and Candace is saying how she doesn't need that energy. And so he goes up to the short guy 
And uh, the guy's basically like, well, from what I hear, they didn't get the message about the cars being on time, which is basically him saying, like, you didn't tell them that the cars have to be here at this time. And Chris's like, I talked to them literally at 12 o'clock this afternoon. Noon. What the fuck? It's like, oh, you were talking to Costco, weren't you? You were placing an order and Costco was very confused. And Candace is like, he is being an asshole and I do not need this energy right now and he's like i'm just gonna piss you off if i go over there so i'm gonna stay over here in my recipe obsessed chef uniform uh, <laughs> so then um robin's like oh doesn't he want to take that apron off <laughs> and dorothy goes well he wasn't home cooking supposedly making money and robin's like well you think he's getting comfortable and dorothy goes well, he does some side gig, something unimportant. I mean, that's a big old house, but, uh, you know, I'm not saying anything more about that. Basically implying that, you know, Chris isn't making the money to pay for that house. So Robin's like, is Dottie saying she's still paying for the house? I mean, is Dottie still paying off the mortgage? Oh, God, please. <laughs> now, Robin's shade is funny, except the one thing is I don't know if I want to hear it from Robin because – She's rolling her eyes at the fact that this is still going on when she and Juan's storyline has been going on for seven years. So I'm not sure if I want to hear it from Robin. Yeah. So and also the getting a house above your means, right? That they can't That's afford. true too. Um, but it's it's anti Candace. So I'm like, ha ha ha, you go Robin. No, it's still funny. <laughs> still funny. Oh, so then the mom's all fake with Chris because all is said and done, everything worked out fine, right? So the mom's like, Chris, you okay? You need a hug? And he's like, um, I'm fine. I'm just fine. And Giselle's like, did you bring food? And he goes, no, I didn't bring food. And she's like, Chris, you are the chef, and you didn't bring us food. So you can't even do that right. And now it's time for the women to shoot their part in the music video, which is that they all have to stand in some strange receiving line. And then Candace comes up and hugs each one of them. <laughs> like, I didn't under, really understand what this had to do or what this had to do with this idea of like the song is supposed to be that even though like you should leave this guy, you just drive back to them. <laughs> it's like and this will be illustrated by me hugging Karen Huger and Giselle. Yeah, it's <laughs> and weird Wendy. because they have it set up where she's like now on a parking lot and she's seen the love interest and he like winks at her. And so she goes to hug all her friends who are like, oh, my God, he <laughs> winked at you. <laughs> hey, there's a hot guy winking at you. Go hug. Karen Huger. <laughs> it's like, that would be my instinct. Uh, so, so, yeah, um, they do their weird little dance thing. Um, and Giselle, God bless her heart, dances like she dresses. Um, yeah. And that's a wrap, everybody. And then there's clown music playing while Candace is wrapped in plastic so she can maintain, mm -hmm. maintain her looks. Yes. And so then, um, uh, although that plastic jacket does appear in the music video, too, so... Um, so then Chris, after the breaks, so or Chris goes up to Candace and he goes, he's like, Hey, I got a message that there are no cars, but clue there are cars here. So I came in all hot, like there's no cars, but there's cars here. So it's like in a weird way, he's trying to sort of say like, why did you, why were you so mad at me? Cause you figured out cars, but it's like, she should be mad because you were supposed to have the sports cars here not Karen Huger's Maserati. Yeah, and she climb hugs him, like she climbs up on him, and she's like, I'll kill you later. Right now we're pretending we're in love so my mom doesn't get a point, you know? Yeah. So then Mia's just, like, giving kind of dirty looks around, and then Giselle, <laughs> Giselle leans over to Dorothy, and she goes, Well, uh, I did say that Chris was riding her coattails, and she said that you were the one who said that. And <laughs> Dorothy's like, Thank you! Thank you, Giselle! <laughs> Thank you, you get it. 
So then Chris is, then Chris keeps saying this, like, you good? Because I was coming in hot. I was coming in hot, you know? And Candace is like, I just want to revel, revel in the moment. And, you know, Chris, but Chris fucked up. And, you know, I don't know if moving forward if, like, I can have him as my husbander. Yeah. And the mom's like, it went great, Chris, really well. And then she goes, sometimes things don't always fall into place, Chris, but you still make it work. You've got mom power to help keep it going. And he's like, oh. <laughs> like hard blink, hard blink. Oh. Yeah. And that was the end of the episode. That was it. Uh, another fun week. Glad that we finally got to see that video. I was just dying to see that. Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed seeing that that scene, and I'm excited for you to watch the the actual video video and see how it all comes together. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, everybody, thanks so much for being here. We'll see you tonight at Take a Seat over on Spotify Green Room. Go sign up; it's free. We'll be there at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Bye, Bye everyone. Watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King, Ashley Savoni. She don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nikki Morgan letters. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabbouleh, it's Annie and Julie. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We're letting the catlet out of the bag. It's Lily Catlet. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get Racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking violet couture. We love you guys.